Hope everybody had a meaningful Yantav. And now we are back to Torah Psych 101 with Parsha Shemini. I remember getting a call from a colleague who wanted to refer a patient to me for therapy. And she stated that I had a very good reputation in the field with her a um, particular problem involving pain management. And my initial reaction, I remember, was to downplay the compliment. But I held back and I just thanked her and asked her how I could help. After the call, I thought to myself that I probably am being held to a pretty high standard based on that reputation. And it was a little nerve-wracking to have to live up to that reputation. But it was her belief that I could help, so the standard was par for the course. So, we as Jews are held to very high standards. We're always being judged by others, and certainly we are judged by Hashem. And although many Jews in history have held prominent public positions, we find that the leaders of the Jewish people in the Torah, and even nowadays, are held to extremely high standards. The Gemara and Shkolem, which those of us who are learning Dafyomi encountered last week, attests to this fact in stories that show how severely leaders are scrutinized by Hashem, and the punishments that fall on those leaders. That Gemara recounts the story of Nechunya, who was a ditch digger, and counted amongst the greatest people of the generation. Yet, tragedy struck Nechunya, and his son dies of thirst. So how is it that the son of such a great public servant should die with the same medium that his father used to sanctify Hashem, namely water? So the Gemara famous, famously states that Hashem is that Hashem is exacting with them, meaning righteous people, like the extent of the hair's breadth. In our parsha, we're told of another tragedy that occurs when the sons of Aaron die for bringing an alien fire. Other reasons are given for their premature death, but the fact of the matter was that these were leaders of the generation, and their punishment did not seem to fairly fit the crime. So the Arachayim HaKadosh and lengthy analysis of the deaths of Nadav and Aviyu brings down the oft-quoted Medrash, which says that Aaron was questioning why his sons died. Why did they, what did they do so wrong that they deserved to die? So Moshe, in an effort to console his brother Aaron, he says that at Har Sinai, I was told by Hashem that in the future the Mishkan was going to be sanctified through the death of a great man. When I heard this, I assumed that it was either me or you. But now we know that your sons were greater than both you and I. That's the Medrash. The problem with this Medrash is that Moshe seems to be intimating that neither he nor Aaron were great leaders or as great as Nadav and Aviu. Moshe and Aaron, of all people, the two people who led Ben Israel out of Mitzrayim. And secondly, Moshe's premise was that he thought that he and Aaron would be the ones who would be sanctified in that order, first Moshe and then Aaron. This was Moshe Rabbeinu speaking, the humblest man of all. That doesn't sound very Moshe-like. So the answer is that Moshe was only telling the truth from his own worldview. He knew of his own greatness. It might not have sounded like a tactful consolation to use with his brother Aaron, but Moshe was teaching Aaron, and all of us for that matter, a lesson. And that lesson is that it is no contradiction to say how great you are and still remain humble. I remember a Yisachar friend from Baltimore saying this over, and telling over two stories about Rabbi Cheskel Abramsky that epitomize this idea. 
There was a time when Rabbi Cheskel Abramsky, who was the Av based in London, was brought to a civil court because he had fired a local shochet from his position. And the judge asks Rabbi Cheskel to state his name and take some form of an oath and that he was going to tell the truth, which he did. And he then asked Rabbi Cheskel Abramsky, is it true that you are the most knowledgeable person in the United King when it comes to matter kingdom, when it comes to matters of Jewish law? And Rabbi Cheskel responded that, yes, this was a true statement. So the judge looks at Rabbi Cheskel and says, Rabbi, doesn't your Torah preach humility? How can you say that you are the greatest? And Rabbi Cheskel responded to the judge by telling him, I was under oath. Rabbi Cheskel was simply telling what he believed to be true. It wasn't a contradiction. Humility, humility itself knows, or it means that you know where you stand. In another story involving Rabbi Cheskel, another Talmud Chacham living in the United Kingdom confronted Rabbi Cheskel with an internal issue he was having. And he asked Rabbi Cheskel, can we agree that we are both Talmud Chachamim? Rabbi Cheskel replied, yes. He then said, do you also agree that we both have a poor command of the English language? Rabbi Cheskel again said, yes. If that is the case, Rabbi Cheskel asked the Talmud Chacham, why is it that when I give a shear, I get maybe a handful of people, and when you, Rabbi Cheskel, give a shear, there's only standing room? Rabbi Cheskel replied that when you speak, you focus on your negative trait, such as your poor command of the English language. But when I speak, I focused on my positive qualities, such as my vast Torah knowledge. Knowing your strengths and admitting them at the appropriate time is not a contradiction. Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Aaron how great he was, and also how great Aaron was. However, it was possible that Nadav and Aviu could have reached the same level of greatness, but as we said before, Hashem is very exacting with great people. And they paid the ultimate sacrifice and were used as the, so to speak, sacrificial lambs for Klai Yisrael. So we all wish that our children outdo us. How proud would we be when we hear of our children's accomplishments that might even surpass our own? Moshe was showing that Aaron, he was showing Aaron how accomplished his sons were during their short lives. But more importantly, he was showing us that we can tout our accomplishments with full confidence that we are doing the Ratzon Hashem. Have a wonderful, meaningful Shabbos.